All right, baby, we are back. It is playoff time, and Lord have mercy. Let's hope these playoff games are more exciting than last weekend's. Uh, those were not so good. I hope uh, none of us tuned in. What was what was the game everyone decided to watch, though? Uh, Clemson, Alabama. Ah, fair. Good point. That was an awesome game. Uh, Ramu, did you watch any <laughs> wild card games this weekend in the NFL? Yeah, I got out and I watched the Packers game um, just to see them beat up on, on, on the Giants. But none of them were really exciting, right? Yeah, brutal, brutal, brutal. Hari, did you watch any football this weekend outside of Clemson, uh, Alabama? My, my favorite favorite thing to watch this weekend was I read, uh, I had Amy just read aloud to me the play-by-play on ESPN blog where it just like says what happens and then I watched that vine of Matt Moore being hit like a hundred times. <laughs> <laughs> where like Dupree like decapitated his head? Yeah. He yeah. was pretty much dead. Yeah. He was pretty much done for his whole I can't believe they let him come back after one play. That was insane. I mean, the NFL is all about, you know, protecting player safety. Oh, that's right. That was the other big theme of the weekend is, like, a safety commercial, player safety commercial between, like, every commercial break they had. Um, Mark did have a good point, though. Here's here's what it is. Here's what it is. The NFL knows they only have maybe five, seven years until NBA takes them over. So they're just, you know what? Let our athletes get killed and, and hurt. <laughs> so, Ramu, I think this is so interesting. You must be the third or fourth person I've heard this week, after especially this slate of games, who's like, that's it. And the NFL has tops five years. I think yeah. going around that really? I didn't read, that like everyone is saying, NFL, five years, that's it. Nobody's going to be watching this garbage sport anymore. Done. No, you, you've got to get your head out of the books, Hari, and start watching games. You got to realize what's happening here. I only look at books. I'm, yeah, I'm a book there's no book. you all can't the, all the DVOA weather forecast books. <laughs> yeah, I got to get out those books, the weather books. Yeah, you got to get off the game cast. Um, I, I'll say this much though: if it ends up being like one of those high-rating Super Bowls that um, all these networks have been talking about, like Cowboys, uh, Pats, or Steelers. Um, all of a sudden, the NFL is going to be like back on the map because no, no, they won't. They won't. They're, like the Super Bowl is like a separate entity. I feel like it's like yeah, but it's, it's like, like it's always going to be a thing, right? Like everybody's going to watch the Super Bowl because it's like a cultural thing. It's like everybody like around Masters weekend like likes to post on Facebook like they like watching golf. You know, they like take take a selfie of themselves watching golf. Like oh, a tradition unlike any other. No, nobody actually likes watching golf. <laughs> Just the Masters. People watch it. People always watch the Super Bowl. Yeah, but nobody's going to watch these like noon games in October. That's anymore. fair. Super Bowl March Madness probably falls. Yeah. Like Exactly. Like people aren't following regular season college basketball. Yeah, yeah good point. No, right. but I, see you, I see what you're saying, Sumit. I think we, we do over-exaggerate the extent to where the NFL may decline because, I mean, look at MLB. Like, we can say that you know MLB is, is a lesser product and we're not super interested in it other than maybe Hari, but they still have a very strong core group of individuals, a core demographic. Yeah. That's very large still. So, I mean, NFL's not going away. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. But listen, the crazy stat is MLB's in like going to games average year or year over year is going up when NFL is not right. It's either flat or declining depending on where you're looking, right? Like that's the troubling part is that like people people like us on this podcast who regularly talk about the NFL are o- openly admitting that we like yeah, and I would say like ball, this but not year enough to like really this year like having paid much more attention to it um, because of this podcast. Thank you, podcast. Um, it is like a it's like a worse product. Like it really isn't that fun to watch. Like you could make the argument 
I mean, I shouldn't say you can make that. It is no undoubted that the Alabama Clemson game was much better to watch than all four of those wild card games. Which, like, if you then turn around to a basketball fan, like, no, in no scenario is a college basketball game that much more exciting than like a playoff and NBA games. So, yeah. Anyways, we're not here to talk about the debate of sports. We're here to talk about these NFL lines. Um, so let's recap, uh, recap, recap. Last week, um, myself, Hari, and Mark all went three and two. Ramu, underdogs, tough play this weekend, buddy. Uh, you went one and yeah, four. Yeah, who would have thought that? That I was really surprised. <laughs> I was really surprised at that. Actually, I mean, that's. I guess we should have known that there's there's a good amount of parity in the NFL. There's probably only really five good teams, and you know, there's not really good matchups. So. Maybe I should have expected that, but man, that was a that was a blow. That was rough. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that brings us uh, overall um, in first place. We got Mark at fifty four and forty three. Second place, I'm at fifty four and forty five. Hari, you're right at five hundred at fifty and fifty. And Ramu taking up the back end, forty eight and fifty nine. My Whoa. friend, good <laughs> God. Um, but nonetheless, as a whole, we are nine games above five hundred. So, not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Would have made Mark, money. Mean. Um, anyways. Also, Hari, for calling it. I got to eat even. It's really you. Let's just bring us down. <laughs> yeah, so, I'm not going th- to thank you, really. No, Ramu's going to have I haven't done anything wrong. That's why you should, you should say thank you, Samin, Mark, and Hari. Because I haven't done, I've, I'm pretty much, it's like I was never on this podcast at all. <laughs> You know, if we go back, I want to let me go back and see all the NFL games I got right versus the college bullshit I had to call this season. Yeah, really, you're, that's true. Really, I should just pick college games and Ramu should just pick NFL games. And that's, that's how we should true. do it. You do Mark Samin, and then we should just split games. Yeah, I'll plug it into my regression model and we can see uh, what the analysis says. Please on, do. Uh, Hari's college ability. And I mean, I mean, looking back, like it's a good thing we picked all those Big Ten games because that, that was clearly the elite conference this year. Yeah, you know, that's oh where the action God. was. I'm done doing that, Samin. If we're doing that, I'm going to start my own podcast. <laughs> I'm going to call it the Hari Feed. It's going to be an awesome podcast. The Hari Feed. is going to be great. No Big Ten Zone. Hey, yeah. can I start a feed too? I want to start a feed. We can all have our own you feed. You have one. You yeah, have that's a true. podcast. Every, everyone, Ruby has a podcast. You can talk about lines on that podcast. Yeah, you have the Better Business Bureau podcast. You're not called better, that. Betting. <laughs> betting Business Bureau podcast. That's true. You can just add Betting Better Business Bureau. B4. B to the fourth, four B. B fourth. I think we should Guys, all stop do. Stop making fun we, of my podcast. <laughs> we should all do four independent this is podcasts. Your, this should be your only podcast. They <laughs> sold us out. Oh man! All let's right. go to the games. Let's go to the games. Let's go to the games. Um. All right. Let's start. I'm gonna go worst to first, and I don't think there's gonna be a less entertaining game than Texans. I object to. You're an idiot. Traveling to Gillette Stadium, home of the New England Patriots, future AFC champions, minus 16, over under 44.5. Um, I'll start this one off. I did a little research. This is the largest line in 17 years in an NFL playoff game, which uh, if there's one thing that tells you that should tell you that uh, the Patriots are going to win this game, that statistic should be it. Um, it's undoubted they will win this game, but do they cover I don't know. 16 is a lot of points, but uh, I will teaser teaser this with this is going to be also one of my obscure bets of the week. But um, Tom Brady at home, uh, Brock Osweiler, not very good. Give me the over on 44 and a half points. 
Mark, tell me why this game is going to be close. So, hold up here. I I never said this game was going to be close. <laughs> <laughs> I never said this game was going to be close. But teaser, what I teaser. what I will say and what I will stand by is that sixteen is way too many points to be giving a playoff team in the second round. It it it, it just is. Like I'm not going to say. I know, yeah, don't... Listen, hey, we said all year, don't bet a bet against Belichick, don't get, bet against Saban. Yes. We, we went against Saban last week. Yeah. Paid out. Yeah, you know? yeah. Now, we roll those dice again, we double down. Oh, and wow. Ta- I'm taking this, the Texans plus 16. Listen, I, I really do think, like, it's an outdoor game, it's in New England, it's going to be cold, it could be a little messy. Um, New England could come out a little sluggish. Like, would anybody be shocked if this is, like, a 24 to 10 game? Where New England looks completely in control from the beginning to end. Like, no. I'm not saying that at any point when you're watching this game, you're be like, oh, wow, the Texans could win this. I'm just saying that 16 is a lot of points. So I'm going to take the Texans. Just remember, every team this weekend won by 16 points. Every home team. I, I don't have a rebuttal to that. <laughs> next person. Who's, who's up next? <laughs> Let's go. Remove what you got on this game, my friend. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw some new stuff into that. I think we've been kind of stale with our picks. So with every pick I do, I'm going to relate it back to a fast food item. Okay. <laughs> Please. This is that real Bill Simmons obscure podcast stuff. I'm really excited about this. No, only in, instead this of podcast means, form, this, this, should, this should be a 10,000-word essay on this. <laughs> yeah, 30-minute read on uh, how fast food items are related to NFL divisional round playoff games. This this pick to me is the KFC double down of fast food items. <laughs> That's because a good one. I'm telling everyone, just stay away from this pick. This is a huge line. They're basically Vegas is just teasing everyone to go bet on Houston, but I'm telling you, the Patriots are still going to cover this. But it's a huge line. Just stay away. You don't stay want away. anything to do with this. Let me give some reasons why. All right. So so the Patriots had a bye week, right? On their bye week. Brady started an Instagram account. Oh, I did not know this. Oh, wow. Oh, oh, oh. And already he has 785,000 followers, probably plus. That's impressive. That, that in like a week? Bill, Bill, Belichick, Bill Belichick was caught napping on the Nantucket Ferry. <laughs> he was on. Probably watched the Texans highlights. You, I mean, you saw what happened to Odell when he was on a boat. He came out flat. That's a good he point. Came off flat. Bill Belichick on that boat party, on that sex boat, on that Adderall boat. <laughs> That's why he's sleeping so much. He's getting ready for his sex boat. Wearing Tim's on the yacht, like uh, Odell Beckham. <laughs> Tim's on the this yacht. Okay, wait, wait. We, we, we retro. Tom Brady is following six people. <laughs> name, name two of those people. Giselle. Giselle. G- Giselle. Giselle, of course. Uh, the New England Patriots. The New England Patriots. Roger Goodell. New England Patriots. Mark Wahlberg. TB12 Sports, Under Armour, Tag Hewer, and Beast by Dre. <laughs> <laughs> he follows his wife and his nerd. endorsements. What a nerd. <laughs> I like it. That's impressive. Oh, my God. Anyways, um, yeah, I think, Samin, you alluded to it. I'm going to speak about this throughout the podcast. My picks kind of go in line with the way Roger would want this to go. Yes. Miguel's going to have a hand in this game. Yes. Uh, Patriots will cover this. All right. So I'm talking about Pats. Are you implying that Goodell wants the Patriots in the Super Bowl? It's for he, ratings, for no, ratings. He, no, he does not. He, I'm saying that he does. He does not for ratings. No, 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 no. Um, Kari, okay. take us home, buddy. What this big ass line? It isn't a typo. What you got on this? Uh, so I actually agree with uh, w- w- one thing Ramu said, which is um, this is the KFC double down. Uh, in that it is 
Uh, you have to watch it, and I think it's actually the most interesting betting line of the week. Uh, so an interesting stat about this is this is the like fourth or fifth largest um, line in the playoff history ever, right? And only once has the underdog actually covered in these situations. Yeah. Uh, so when they're huge lines, Vegas is usually right. Uh, so I have no problems taking the Patriots here. Uh, and in fact, I would parlay it with also they are a 10-point favorite for the first half. Uh, so oh. give me the parlay of they're up by 10 at half, uh, and then they just continue to roll. They probably win this game by 24 points. Yeah, I do like the first half play. That's a good point. Uh, <laughs> man, it's, it's minus 10 in the first half, too. Wow. Jeez. Is this one, is this like when Samin kept making up those halftime lines? No, that's not true. For, those are all legitimate. No. For all those Tennessee Listen games? Up. Here's what's happening. I, Samin, I got a teaser. I'm going to talk about a bunch of in-game lines in that Falcon Seahawks. Oh, yes. Yes. That is going to be that's the in-game. That's all I want to talk, talk about. You know the other line. big in- – the future of this podcast if you were in game if you're an in-game gambler that clemson alabama game oh. was an in-game gambler's Ooh. dream plus 400 oh my god me and mark were looking at it and i put like two bucks down obviously you know big spender on they had they were plus 400 um the their last drive of the sec of the first half where they were kind of backed up in their end zone and then ended up punting it away uh, but yeah, that line was just all over Clemson in the first three quarters, which was awesome. So, anyways, moving on, baby, moving on to another interesting, interesting game and line: Steelers at Chiefs minus one over under forty four point five. Um, remove. What, what are we doubling down on on this one? No, nah, this is any and every Taco Bell drive through order you've made. You're gonna make it. And you're gonna be it's gonna come out wrong. Right? <laughs> <laughs> at a at a minus one line, they're they're basically just telling you to pick. You know, I mean it's, I mean a minus one line, they're basically this is gonna and I don't know if it's moved at all. I haven't checked. Um it should move a little bit. I don't I don't think so. Not this, much. Maybe, I, half I, a, maybe half a point towards uh KC. Okay. minus one, they're basically just telling you this is this is just a, a pick'ems. Um, so let me give you a couple things why I'm, I'm taking the Steelers. I'm taking the money line of the Steelers here. Um, so so let me give you a couple stats to pad why you might pick the Chiefs. You know, Andy Reid is really good coming up buys. He's 16-2 and coming up buys and 3-0 and in postseason coming up buys. Um, but they got pounded last time, 43-14 last time. Um, and here's, here's my take. I think Roethlisberger's hand's okay. I kept saying his hand's hurt. I think his hand's okay. I think his foot's hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and the Steelers are 7-0 in the postseason when Roethlisberger throws fewer than 225. So if he's hurt, that could be good for them. Yes. I, I do. That's that's a very good point and something I will talk about. So. I think they're going to run Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell just came out and said he is the Steph, Steph Curry. Curry of the NFL. Jesus. So I don't really know what he means by that. Steelers. Is the Steph Curry garbage this year? That's what I heard. So he doesn't show up in big games? I guess that's... I will have to ask Samin. Samin, you, since you're on the bandwagon, you must be a lot closer to the action. Can you tell us if Steph Curry is garbage this year? Uh, garbage is a strong word, but... Uh, is, he, is he the third best player on his own team? No, okay, listen. This isn't, he didn't say that because he's the best player. He said that because Steph Curry changed the game. He opened up the floor. The three-point uh, shot is never... Yeah, Hari. Le'Veon Bell, in the same regard, doesn't run like a lot of He's very patient. I agree. I agree with that. So a lot of slower developing run plays is what we can get he's, right. He's actually the first running back now, ever to be patient. Slow developing backs. We're all oh, you're gonna love NFL soon. All right. Well, remove. Take us home, buddy. Where are we going with this line? That's it. 
Steelers money line, man. Steelers money line. Steelers money line. I like it. Um, for me, this game is is really really interesting. I agree with Ramu on the Chiefs have a chip on their shoulder, and I think they are a good overall team. But one thing that scares me is um, I believe it's is it Justin Houston? Yeah, Justin Houston, defensive end for the Chiefs. Um, is hurt and Tom Bahali is also hurt. If those two aren't a hundred percent or can make a difference, that is a big concern. But if you look at that Miami game, the fact that Ben Roethlisberger only threw the ball eighteen times, um, I do think speaks to uh, their their sort of need to to lean on Le'Veon Bell. Um, I think the Chiefs win this one. I think at home uh, it's going to be rainy in uh, Arrowhead Stadium. Check the weather, weather, weather. Give me uh, the Chiefs at home to cover the spread. Um, Hari, where are you going with this game? Uh, so, I, 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 as Ramu alluded to last time, Roethlisberger faced this defense. Uh, he scorched them for 500 yards. And so, I was I was interested because I, I, I don't actually, and I don't know how much you guys watch Houston. I didn't watch Houston at all this season. Uh, or sorry, Kansas City at all this season. And so, I didn't get to see them and like what is special about them. So, I did some analysis i went in my computer machine wait hold on uh, did, it says did, that, didn't they play the falcons yes <laughs> okay, yeah but me. that was a little bit different that was a little bit i did watch that game because i was sad when eric berry intercepted that ball i said i'm pretty much done watching this game um so i think the biggest the biggest thing with them is they have a ton of turnovers per game uh which is evidenced by that eric berry uh they're actually the leaders in turnovers per game and turnovers per drive um which is a weird stat to lead in because it's mostly a big crapshoot as long as the other team keeps the ball safe. Uh, so give me the Steelers to win. Uh, and I think also it is super disrespectful to be a one-point favorite at home, especially as much as they talk about Arrowhead and how loud it is, how great it is. Um, it is incredibly disrespectful to give a home team only a one-point advantage. Essentially I agree. Pick up in this game. I agree. Um, but I still think the Steelers win. I think they're hot right now. Uh, and it's going to be the same reason why I'm going to pick the Packers in a second, too. So oh, Boo, who, boo, boo. Who, is, who is giving the disrespect? Like, who's disrespecting them? Who's the who? The, the, it's the, the better Vegas. than us. It's all of us. It's us on this dumb <laughs> idiot podcast. <laughs> uh, uh, Mark, take us home. Where are you going with this game? So um, I think one of the big takeaways from, from some of these games we've been watching lately, I, like I think about the Clemson-Alabama game. I know it's college, but sometimes in a big game, it just comes down to who has the most people on the field that can make a play for you. You know, it's, it's, who's going to rise up? Who's going to make a play that they shouldn't make at a time that their team really needs it? And you look at Pittsburgh, and they just have a couple guys out there on the offensive side of the yeah. ball that can that can just bust it open. And I, to be fair, KC has Tyreek Hill, and he can do that at any time on special teams. But uh, just AB and Le'Veon on offense for Pittsburgh, I think, is going to be a little bit too much. I agree that that the one point line at home is uh, it's kind of shading. Um, it throws some, some some shade at KC. And uh, this is another one where you know uh, you know the league offices in New York are hoping for uh, for a Steelers uh, Steelers Patriots and AFC Championship game. So I think everything's going Pittsburgh's way in this one. Somebody makes a play, they get a W. Man, the Steelers! Everyone's on the Steelers. Interesting. interesting. That's what I said, man. This is the disrespect I was talking about, Ruben. <laughs> Just us. About. They get no respect at home. Us they, disrespect at home. Andy Reid is actually taking taking what you said. He's gonna pull it, put it on the bolt board. Then he's gonna he's gonna go to Taco Bell himself. Actually, inspired by inspired by. <laughs> get his order wrong. Get that order <laughs> wrong. I like it. Um. All right. Let's go on to uh, man the NFC. Talk about uh, an exciting time for some of our teams. Sorry, Mark. I'm not excited. <laughs> 
um, we got the Seahawks traveling to what I guess could now be the last game at the Georgia Dome and will be the last game of the Georgia Dome. Teaser for my next pick. Uh, at the Falcons, minus four and a half, over under 51. Um, I like to start with my, my Falcons fans when uh, we're picking Falcons games. So, Hari, why don't you lead us off, buddy? What you got in this game? Um, so, I'll, I'll say this as sort of two, two, two ways. Like, as a Falcons fan, I, I, I think we're going to dominate them. Like, I'm not at all worried about the Seahawks. Like, clearly their defense isn't what they used to be. Uh, they've had six, or sorry, four games in their last seven and eight of the entire season where they have uh, given up more than 90 yards rushing. Uh, Ryan torched them for 300-plus last time. Um, I think the team we faced earlier in the season isn't as good as the team. Um, I expect this to be a huge shootout, um, but I will talk about it from a betting standpoint. Uh, I think very early on you're going to find out how this game is going to go. So here's my here's my parlay bet. If the if in the first the Falcons have 30 plus yards of rushing, I will take the over and the Falcons. Uh, if in the whoa, first, whoa, 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 hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's okay. pause there for a second. All right. Did you say right. first quarter or first half? First two drives. Oh my god. Okay. If the first two drives by the Falcons, we have 30 plus yards. Give me the Falcons and the over. Okay. Whatever it is, whatever it whatever changes. it is, whatever it changes to Falcons over in game betting. If we have less than thirty yards in our first two drives, the first two Falcons offensive drives, give me the Falcons and the under. Interesting. That's it. So we're taking That's the, the Falcons no matter what. Yeah, a little in game betting. Start your podcast. Go back ten minutes and start it as the, as the game starts, and you can hear. <laughs> This will line up exactly with uh, with the drives. <laughs> Interesting. So, should I, for, for this podcast, is that is that the bet that you want? Yeah, that's the. Or no, just give me. Uh, yeah, just give me that bet. Yeah, just put that down. Interesting. Put down Hari, Hari, optional bet, and then make sure you're watching during the game and and mark it correctly. I'll be watching also. Okay. Okay. I don't really know what to do with that one, but no, yeah, I, sure. I'll, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. So Thank wait, I, I don't understand. On, Hari, this is one of the most innovative betting podcasts in America. <laughs> <laughs> I said it. Please like and subscribe. Can you help me with the logic here of why you're going that route? Here's okay. So my logic is this, right? If, if the the Seattle defense has been getting progressively worse against the run, uh, I think the Falcons know that. And if they establish the run early, we're doing it well. It's going to be a very very long day for the Seahawks because if they can't stop the run, Devonta's going to Devonta and Tevin are going to put up 150 in rushing, and we're going to put up another 300 in passing. We're going to torch them. Um, if they can key in on the run and force Matt Ryan to pass, like we'll get our 300 yards, but I think it's going to end up being a very similar game that you saw in Seattle where maybe the point total is a little bit lower and you're just sort of, you know, you're asking Matt Ryan to make throws on every down rather than trying to, you know, rather than mixing it up. And we've become a very one-dimensional team, and that's when it gets dangerous. And I think that's the worry if you're a Falcons fan looking at this game is if they can stop the run and key in on the run, which they haven't done in the last four or five games, to any of the teams they're faced, let alone they've been facing the NFC West, which is garbage. Uh, that's my biggest worry. So I think early on you see us set the pace with a run. If we do it well, the game's over for the Seahawks. Interesting. I mean, I, I get it. I guess it, it makes sense. Um, I yeah, I, I I will be interested to see that. Um, Mark, what you got on this game? So to me, uh, this game's coming down to to the performance of one person. Um, it's not Julio Jones. It's not it's not uh, Richard Sherman. Please don't say Taylor Gabriel. No, I'm gonna say. <laughs> My man, Mohamed Sanu. DJ JNV. Who? What? 
This is this is the Falcons DJ in the dome, okay? <laughs> and here's here's one. So so somebody asked Dan Quinn this week, hey hey Dan, are are your Falcons gonna play a bunch of future songs to get to get in Russell Wilson's head? Because you know Russell's with Sierra, who used ah, to be engaged to future. to future. Boom. Okay. So Dan Quinn said, Nah. Fuck your thirty yards of rushing. Dan Quinn said, Nah, I'm not about that. But then, in an interview with Complex Magazine, DJ J Envy said, "It's not. It's it's like not playing Kanye in Chicago. It just doesn't happen. I'm not not gonna play future because of a certain team or player. I'm gonna play it. And to be honest, no one has hit me up directly saying I can't play records I normally play." <laughs> So here, I have a few questions. I have a few follow questions out of, out of that statement personally. First of all, like, a bit, I've been out of Atlanta for a couple of years, but like, is Future now like the go-to Atlanta rapper? Can we get some? Can we get some commentary on that? Uh, so I'll I'll speak to that. Uh, the answer is yes. It's like him and Migos got a shout out at the fucking Golden Globes. Atlanta is in the fucking Renaissance right now. We are, we are, we are the artists of America. Bye 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 bye. Yeah. Take your fucking garbage cities. I'm looking at you, Philadelphia, New York, Los Angeles. Y'all done. Chicago, y'all done. It's Atlanta. It's Atlanta's time. We're in fucking Golden Globes. We're in Oscars. They're filming fucking movies here. We're about to make a movie. Future. That's it. It's done. Also, Next game. How, Just how come... the whole East Coast? <laughs> East Coast, West Coast, try me. You know Alaska. I'm looking at you. Interesting. How how also how like diverse of taste in men must Sierra have to to go after these two? Yeah, you know I feel like that's two ends. Any, okay, anyway, so that that's it. I'm taking the Falcons. Lay the points. It's gonna be bumping those future tracks in the dome. It's gonna be loud. Ludacris is performing at halftime. It's gonna be a good time in Atlanta. That is gonna be fun. Uh, I did not Ludacris. Luda was playing. Um, this game for me boils down to uh, does Matt Ryan have it? Hari, do you uh, you seem to have a lot of faith in him? Obviously, he's had an incredible season. But it's the playoffs. Yeah, so, so I don't. That's the thing, right? Like, that's the story that I said. Like, I do. No, all right. Nobody understands what you're saying. Yeah, no, I, I still don't even get the 30 yards thing. Here, here's my thing. I don't super believe in Matt Ryan. If you force Matt Ryan to try and win this game, it will be very tense here in Atlanta. They will stop playing future. They will only play old Neil Diamond hits from when he came to the hockey in 86. It will get very tense in the dome. Yeah, okay, fair enough. If the ball well, we will win this game. That's what will be the difference. Yeah, all right, fair enough. What, um, for me, this boils down to is neither of these defenses are very good. I don't think uh, Seattle's been the same since they lost Earl Thomas. Um, obviously, Atlanta is nothing special outside of Vic Beasley, um, especially with Trufant being hurt. Um, I, we've been riding this gravy train all season. I don't know why I stopped here with this, with this over on 51 points. I think um, the Seahawks will be able to, if they're able to run the ball like they did against Detroit, which everyone could, I think, would agree that's probably the weaker part of Atlanta's defense this season. Um, this game could turn into trouble for, for the Falcons, but, uh, I like the over, I like, you know, the, the 51, I could see this being a, a 28, 24, 28, 27 coming down to Matt Bryant, like it did last time the, uh, the Seahawks played in the dome. So give me, uh, give me the over on 51, baby. Remove Dirty Birds, the Falcons, take us home, buddy. Hey man, you alluded to it. This is your church's chicken special with the mashed potatoes, with the gravy. <laughs> It's gravy train time. You take that over and you hold you hold tight to it. So I'm taking that over, man. Oh, uh, are you going to take... Are you... But in, in all reality, I'm not picking the Falcons because that hasn't been working. Um, and when I don't pick them, they win. So let's not, let's not do that. But I do think... Listen, I think if they get to 30 points, 
they probably have this game. I don't think Seattle can, can keep up to them with 30 points. I think Seattle will probably get to 20, maybe 23, 24. Um, they get to 30, 33 points, they're, they're going to be golden. So give me the over. Yeah, no, I agree. And, I mean, the, the Falcons have scored 30 points in their last four games, and even right before that they had gotten to 28. So it really hasn't been since the time they traveled to Philadelphia that they didn't reach close to 30 points. So uh, I'm with you, man. I think they're uh, they're a lock for 30, and it's a matter of can Seattle get there as well. Wait, so so are, are, is, like, Atlanta treating this as the last game in the Dome? Like, is, is this where we pull out all the, all the, the red cards? No. What, what are you talking you think You think Aaron Rodgers is going to lose? Yeah, I do think Aaron Rodgers. Let's let's, segue, segue, teaser. Let's get to it. Packers at Cowboys minus four over under fifty two. Har, you seem to have a lot to say about this game. Why don't you? uh, Why don't you inform me? No, actually, listen. I've I've already said my pick. Packers, Packers. take them. Now I want you to tell me why. How? Okay, why or how does Dallas stop this? What appears to be a runaway freight train. Wait, I, I just want to. This is on you, Samin. I want Samin to do that. I don't lie that I, anyone can stop him. I want Samin to do that without listing off injuries for the Packers. Oh my God, that's a silly exactly. thing. Okay, fine. Uh, I will wrap this one up then. Mark, why don't you tell me where you're going with this game? Packers money line. Packers money line. Listen, here's the thing. So, so the trap. Ramu, say it. No, Ramu, say it. Cowboys parlay would be over. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. So here's the thing. Here, here's here's the doomsday scenario for for the Cowboys and really any team that gets this first round bye and ends up going against a, a hot team. It's it's you come out a little bit flat and Aaron Rodgers puts two touchdowns up on you in the first quarter. You know that's it. And then all of a sudden you're looking around. Dak Prescott isn't the golden boy anymore. You know it's it's quiet in Jerry World. Jerry Jones is up there wiping off his binoculars, looking for Tony Romo on the sideline. Like, like I'm just, it could fall apart quickly. That's all I'm saying. If if the Cowboys get through the first quarter and they're within a score, I think they win the game. But it, did you hear that? Mark has you guys still down a score, even in a good scenario. Oh my god! I'm saying that's how bad it's turned for the Cowboys. You guys are like silly. You guys are at home and are clearly a better, or what it appears by record, they're a better team. And they're still going to get fucking torched by Aaron Rodgers. Interesting. All right. Well, I will uh, refute all those points. Um, Ramu, I like where your head's at. Um, you know, Hari, I, I love this because if you look back to last year's NFL playoffs, do you know how this was a very similar, or notice how this was a very similar story? Uh, the Packers were rolling. Aaron Rodgers was absolutely on fire. Uh, going into the playoffs, they ended up winning the division again, um, went into that wild card round, beat, um, I believe it was the Lions, on the crazy play where he landed the Hail Mary, took them to overtime, and then won the game. Everyone is sucking Aaron Rodgers' dick, like, oh, they're going to crush it. Um, and then they travel to a very good Arizona team, and they lose. Um, and coming back to this season, I don't see it that different. Uh, the one part everyone is forgetting here is that the Packers' defense is atrocious. They're injured all up and down um, their defensive line, their secondary. They have nobody that can hang with Dez. Um, you guys saw how open Odell was getting against them. He was just dropping balls because he spent too much time on that boat. Um, I he think had two catches. Yeah, and he dropped the touchdown and a first down, and he dropped the the play when they went out with Darren on 21-13 on the corner route. I, I, he, he was not good. Um so for me, this boils down to the fact that the Cowboys offense can keep Aaron Rodgers and his on-fire ass on the bench because they won't be able to stop the run. Uh, I agree with you in the sense that we're not going to put a lot on Dak Prescott here. 
Um, but let's all remember the first six drives for the Packers against the Giants were punts. So let's not sit here and say that they're ones to uh, go up very quickly in a game um, because I, I don't think that's the case. I think even if you went back to the, uh, to the Detroit game, um, they started off really, really slow with having uh, punts on three of their first four drives. So they're not going to come in here and just go up 14-0. I think that's a, a ridiculous thing to say, especially with this, uh, this fan base. I don't think has ever been more excited for a playoff game at least in my lifetime, than this game right here with the uh, Packers coming to Dallas. Give me the Cowboys to cover and win this game and bring on the Falcons, baby. This, this podcast is going to self-destruct. That's what's going to happen next week if it happens. But here's my thing. is like I understand Green Bay's defense isn't that good, but it's not like Dallas's defense is a, If okay. you look at any of the, the major app, right, if we look at DVOA, which we've been talking about all season, like they're only a, a couple of spots better, two or three spots better than Green Bay. They're both in the bottom half of the league. So I don't see like how like right if, if it's gonna be a tit for tat scoring thing, like then it's right. I mean, take the over, right? Is betting people, take the over. But I mean I I, I don't know. Like I, he seems so crazy good, right? I, I mean, he's I, just throwing look, fucking Hail Marys and just doing crazy nonsense whenever he wants, it looks like. I, I mean, t- look I, he dismantled. Uh, the Giants last week, and it's not to say like Giants are you know a decent defensive team. They are a a defensive team that is doing okay, and they got fucking. But how fired. how different does that game go if that hail mary isn't completed? And like I think that really just took the Giants out of the game. I mean, to go into halftime on a play like that, uh, you were essentially controlling the first half, and all of a sudden you are uh, losing at half. I think that play, it, you know, like think about it, Hari. If you went and that play was just an incompletion. There's no way Aaron Rodgers comes out on fire like that in the second half. Right, but also, like, Aaron Rodgers has done this his whole career. Like, there's a trend that, like, in these games, he makes a play that tr- that turns the game around. That's just, it's yeah. just what he But does. his play has been, his signature play has been Hail Mary's, which, like, it just doesn't, it but just there's a trend. isn't sustainable. Well, that's no, you can't right? call... Like, that must speak to Aaron Rodgers, because if his signature play is Hail Mary's, that's crazy. It's like your signature play being a grand slam or whatever, like a three sixty dunk with no time left. Like it's just this crazy thing that he happens to be really super. But that's like go back and and track back one play before that where he threw uh, that pass to Jared Cook that essentially he dropped slash kind of got forced loose by the linebacker um, in that Giants game. And if Jared Cook hangs onto that ball, the game uh, that halftime um, comes around, he doesn't get a chance for a hail mary. I just think it's unsustainable. Like we've seen crazy things in the NFL all season. I don't think this is any different. Um, I have a lot of faith in the Cowboys being able to pull this one off. Um, and and to the point of Aaron Rodgers just isn't a fast starter. If he gets hot, yes, we're fucked. Um, but I don't see that happening, especially with our offense being able to to keep him on the bench. Also, can you guys picture how sad of a podcast this is going to be if we, have, like, we have a Packers, <laughs> Seahawks, <laughs> NFC championship? <laughs> I don't even think I would do that. I'm just going to skip this NFC game. I'm not going to talk about any football next week. Yeah. It's Packers, Seahawks. Agreed, 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 agreed. All right, let's move on um, to Obscure Bet of the Week. And uh, I'll kick this one off. I didn't really see anything I liked in the other obscure sports that we tend to pick. So I am going to go with a three-team teaser, um, Cowboys, Falcons, Patriots. Um, On a seven-point teaser, essentially that means you get the uh, Falcons um, plus two, Cowboys plus three, Patriots minus nine, pays out plus 130. I think all those things are a safe bet to cover. Patriots winning by 10. And the Cowboys and the Falcons winning at home 
give me that on a on a seven point three team teaser plus one thirty, baby. Uh, Mark, what you got? Obscure bet of the week. So I'm tired of talking about football. Uh, so we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about politics. Ooh. We're gonna talk Donald Trump inauguration speech. Oh, oh my god! You, you took my. You took mine. All right, keep going. <laughs> Over. Well, we'll see. I'm just looking at, at a straight up over under underation. Uh, the last the last three presidents, so essentially the last six inaugural speeches, have averaged about 20 minutes. Um, I think Trump is gonna is gonna pass go over. several times on that one. So uh, I'm taking the over yeah. minus 135 uh, over 20 minutes uh, for the inaugural address from President Donald J. Trump. I like it. I like um, that. Remove obscure bet of the week, baby. Uh. Mine are a little bit of futures. Uh, speaking of future, mine are futures. So, guys, uh, Tom Brady is 100 to 1 for the 2020 president, which is better odds, which is better odds than what underdog team winning this week? The uh, Texans. The Texans. Better, yeah, Texans. Uh, Tom Brady is more likely to be president in 2020 than the Texans winning this week, just to show you how, how silly. There's no way that's a true statement. It's supposed to be. Um, then I ran. I, I looked at some other projections for the uh, the picks. Um, Tom Brady is tied with Cuban, George Clooney, Leo, The Rock, and Kanye at one hundred to one. The Rock's a good one. That's a decent one. The Rock's a good one. Kanye's. You know, I would I would vote for for Mark Cuban. Um, I would vote for Mark Cuban too. What's funny? What's funny about all those is all of those actors are higher than Gary Johnson and Jill Stein, who are actual politicians. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, but yeah, that's my obscure bet of the week. It is the Tom Brady uh, 100 to 1 pick as president for 2020. Nice. I like it. Um, Hari, take us home. Obscure bet of the week, buddy. What you got? Listen, we've been, we've been talking about it, so I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay some money. Uh, sports betting time. Uh, we've got odds on if Aaron Rodgers completes a Hail Mary at 85 to 1. Hey, sure. Let's roll their dice. At 85 to 1, put down some money. Uh, <laughs> why wouldn't he do it again? Too um, hot right now. Too the, hot in these streets. That's fair. I'm about to fuck up some commas. You're an idiot. That's a future line. Fuck um, up some commas. The other one I was actually trying to find, but I couldn't find it, is will Jimmy Garoppolo take a snap in this game? Um, <laughs> I'm sure that's going to yeah. become an, uh, a, a day of prop bet. So if anyone sees that one out there, say yes, because I do think the uh, Patriots handle uh, the Texans. And, and Jimmy, like, Jimmy G makes a six-minute appearance. Sounds, in, like, a cover. sounds like a backdoor cover. Sounds like a backdoor cover from the Texans. Three to one odds that Joe Buck and Troy Aikman will discuss midseason rumors that Mike McCarthy was on the hot seat. Oh, on oh. Tony Romo's statement that Dak deserves to be the starting quarterback. I would oh. parlay those. I think they definitely will talk. Wait, about did, those. did you guys see Just this quote that came out today? This quote from an anonymous Cowboy players that basically said um, Dak Prescott's a better quarterback because he can relate uh, better than Romo because Romo's white and old. I think it was more the white. I don't know. We got a lot of white players. I think we can, I think we can all be honest and say it was he was saying this because he's white. Yeah. I mean, I don't disagree is with that, that either. Is that black? <laughs> half, dude. Half. Yes. Round up. Um, all right, baby. Last segment. That is going to get your ass benched. Um, let's uh, let's kick it off, Harry. Who you got? Uh, come to me last. All right. Fair enough. I want to take this one off then. Derek Rose, you moron of a human being. Um, I don't know if anyone saw this story come up, but the Knicks are in shambles. Derek Rose was a no-show uh, for their game against the uh, Pelicans on Monday night. 
And it turns out uh, he didn't tell anyone. Uh, his, his best friend, Joakim Noah, had to call him after the game to make sure that he was okay. And it is I, the full story hasn't come out yet, but it's some uh, element of him being depressed, missing his family, and just like didn't feel like playing anymore. Um, for someone that just got a contract this summer, that is the most ridiculous thing I have ever heard. Derek Rose, just go home. Get out of the NBA. You haven't been the same since your knees, which is unfortunate. But uh, pulling some shit like that would just piss me off um, if I was a Knicks fan. So Derek Rose, get on the bench. He probably just he probably just forgot. He's not a very bright guy. I don't think it was that. He hasn't forgotten a game in like ten years, dude. Um, I'm so confused. Do you right? Do you think he he didn't forget? He just hate. He got benched, right? So now he's acting out. He's a big baby. Yeah, that I don't know. He he's an idiot. That's the story, right? Like he got benched the night before and then doesn't fucking show up. Like I'm not a rocket scientist, but that seems like probably the reason why. And then he just left, right? Yeah, except like the the Knicks have like taken this stance of like mental health illnesses and like obviously they're gonna say all these sorts of things, but I don't know. It just it's just stupid. Just be a team player. Come on, man. You're getting paid ridiculous amounts of money to be in New York. Uh, Mark, who you got riding the pine this week? So so quick quick segue on that one. Um, Knicks lost to uh, to the Sixers tonight, and yeah. let me tell you, if you are not following Joel Embiid on every social media outlet, oh, yeah. you, yes. you are missing out. This guy's blowing up Twitter right now. He's literally he's literally going to make the All Star team because he tweeted that Rihanna told him to call her when he's an All Star. <laughs> he's going to make the All Star. Then he tweeted at that's, he that's tweeted awesome. at Sam Hankey this week, and Sam Hankey tweeted back saying, "Yeah, I'll vote for you." That's awesome. <laughs> so anyway, okay. So my real my real that's going to get you benched. Samin, I'm coming after your boy. I'm coming after Pakistani American businessman Shahid Khan. Who is that? <laughs> this okay. This, know this guy. This he is. The, is he in sports? He is the, the owner, the owner, owner, majority owner, and CEO of Flexengate Automobile Parts Company. He's also the owner oh, of that's right. Fulham FC and the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's right. This guy. It's a true American businessman. Okay, great, great. Rags riches story. I love it. Yeah, this guy does nothing but run sports franchises literally into the ground. He bought Fulham in 2013. By 2014, they were relegated from the Premier League. This guy just fired a coach who Gus Bradley had to go. He hired Doug Marrone. He he literally hired the assistant, the offensive coordinator from the team that just went three and thirteen. He was like, "Oh, this is the best we can do. I'm I'm gonna keep this guy. I think we had something going there in that." He put he put the hot tubs in. That's innovation. this, this Shahid Khan guy, like it, like like if he tries if he tries to buy an NBA team, they should do that thing that they did with uh, who's that guy the in the Clippers? Oh, no, the Clippers. Oh, Don Sterling. And say no, you're not allowed. Like we, we don't agree with your with, just, with your position. Just go away. Yeah, just go away. <laughs> Shahid Khan, that's gonna get you benched. That's pretty good. I like that one. Um, remove who you got? Getting gonna ride the pine for you this week. Uh, I didn't really have one, so I guess I'll go with Marissa Mayer. Oh wait, she did get benched after, <laughs> after the Yahoo deal. Backhand. Uh, which, also, which also, you know, I feel bad for her because her company got renamed as what sounds like a medical device company. I don't really know how to pronounce it. Altbaba or something. I'll get Alt-Baba. out of here. Okay. Altbaba. Uh, Altbaba. You got benched. <laughs> all right, all right. Take us home. Who's who's riding the pine for you this week? Uh, riding the pine this week for me is the NBA fan base. So that's everyone on this podcast. Uh, minus Mark, because uh, he doesn't know shit about the NBA. Uh, let's 
let's give ourselves a benching uh, because we're going to talk about Zaza Pachulia. Yes! Is- I love Zaza. <laughs> Zaza Pachulia is averaging 5.2 points a game this season and is now number two uh, in the all-star voting in what must be the silliest. There is a guy in my class from Georgia, and he has every day been posting on Facebook, hashtag vote Zaza. Hashtag vote Zaza. big comment list of voting Zaza hundreds of times every day. Dude, it's awesome. <laughs> Here's what's gonna happen: is everyone we're gonna get our votes taken away? They're, no, like, they already. Trump in. Hari, don't we worry. Zaza Pachulia. They're gonna not let anyone vote anymore. Hari, right? don't worry. The and NBA now, already fixed that. Uh, now fan voting is only fifty percent of the vote, and then players and coaches is the other fifty. So Zaza yeah, that's fine. That's will not okay. make the team. I'm just saying it's nonsense, and it doesn't make any sense. Um, it's just. At least they asked uh, Demarcus Cousins about it, and he says, "Big Zaza, man, I gotta work on my game. I gotta get better. It's just like that. He's a better player than me right now. I gotta accept it." Which none of this makes any sense, uh, but whatever. Uh, sit down. You're on the bench this week. I love it. I love when he was on the Mavericks, and he was like actually playing well. Um, I think he almost beat out Kawhi for a starting position, and then the NBA in the offseason changed the All Star voting structure. So yeah, he's literally taking away power from fans because he's so much of a fan favorite. Yeah. I love Zaza Pachulia. I think it's hilarious. Former Atlanta greatest great. moment in Hawks history. There greatest moment in Hawks history when he said we're coming back for Game Seven. Brings <laughs> a tear to my eye. Go watch that YouTube video, the, the dear listener. Go listen watch that YouTube video. There you go. Um, all right, boys. Well, we got an exciting weekend of uh, of NFL games. So uh, let's 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 take this one home. Uh, we will see each other. Falcons at Cowboys. You heard it here first. NFC Championship game. The AFC can care less. So, see you next that. week, Packers. We'll we out. Atlanta.